Hello, and welcome back to SimWhip. Stuff you missed while you were pissed. I'm Mike. And I'm James. And today we're going to talk about a bill that's longer than Thanksgiving dinner with the in-laws. God, that was awful. I know. I've never had Thanksgiving dinner with my in-laws, so I don't even know if that's funny. Anyways, uh, we have an appropriations bill on our hands, specifically H.R. 5515. Yes, a defense appropriations bill. It's over 1,000 pages and full of stuff you've probably never heard of. An appropriations bill is how Congress authorizes funding for various parts of the government. And since this is defense appropriations, this bill is all about funding various programs overseen by the Department of Defense. These kinds of bills are also a convenient way for politicians to get things passed that would normally fail on their own. Since appropriations bills are almost comically long and elaborate, it would take tons of time for Congress to negotiate every single authorization and amendment. But if you wait too long, then the government shuts down, and nobody wants that. So, sometimes congressmen and women throw in some amendments at the last minute to ride along with the massive appropriations bill. This means odd pieces of legislation occasionally show up in appropriations bills. So, this episode is dedicated to the weird and cool things that we found in H.R. 5515. Some of these things are just odd and don't have much to do with defense spending, while others are just sections of the bill we thought were interesting enough to share with you guys. We could have gone over the whole bill, but... Seriously? We're not masochists. Or sadists, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Yeah, we thought you guys wouldn't enjoy an eight-hour episode, so... Cue music! Wait, before we forget... You wrote interrupt transition music into the script. Damn straight. Today's bill, H.R. 5515, passed the House of Representatives on May 24th. The vote was 351 to 66, so there was a decent amount of Democratic support. And according to the CBO, the bill authorizes about $709 billion in defense spending. About $15.6 billion more than last year. Okay, that's it. Okay, now cue the music. Title 10, Subtitle G, Section 1083, Amateur Radio Parody. Congress defines amateur radio as the use of radio frequency spectrum for the purpose of non-commercial exchanges of messages, wireless experimentation, self-training, or emergency communication. This is one of the odd sections of this appropriations bill. It instructs the FCC to lessen the private land use restrictions that affect amateur radio. Private land use restrictions include things like zoning, where real estate can be zoned specifically for commercial or residential purposes. If you're thinking, what does this mean and why is this in a spending bill, then trust us, we're on the same page here. And if you're not thinking that, then welcome you esteemed radio hobbyist. We're glad you listened to our podcast. According to the Republican Policy Committee, unique challenges exist for amateur radio licensees to comply with private land use regulations and community associations. This bill seeks to prevent land use restrictions 
that have the effect of prohibiting amateur radio communications and directs the FCC to adopt regulations for the use of amateur radio equipment that ensure community restrictions are minimal and tailored to achieve a legitimate end. Basically, the government's position on this is that amateur radio services with licenses granted to them by the FCC are good to the country. However, these amateur radio services tend to be stifled by local restrictions, whether it be from state-slash-municipality or a homeowner's association. And a secondary point is, why is this in a defense spending bill? We're not against amateur radio here, but seriously, what's it doing in a defense spending bill? Title 12, Subtitle D, Sections 1233, 1238, and 1239. Matters Related to Russia This specifically goes over Russia's breach of the INF Treaty and our response. Then the bill discusses Russia breaking the Chemical Weapon Convention Agreement. The INF, or Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, was signed in December of 1987 and prohibits both parties, meaning the U.S. and Russia, from producing any new intermediate and short-range nuclear missiles. Here's how the U.S. feels about the situation. In light of the Russian Federation's material breach of the INF Treaty, the United States is legally entitled to suspend the operation of the INF Treaty in whole or in part for so long as the Russian Federation continues to be in material breach of the INF Treaty. They go on to say that the U.S. can suspend the treaty in whole or in part due to this breach and can do what is reasonable to bring the Russians back into line with the treaty. As far as the Chemical Weapons Convention is concerned, the U.S. states that Russia is not in compliance with the agreement, but what's this agreement anyway? The Chemical Weapons Convention is a multinational agreement that prohibits the use, development, and manufacturing of chemical weapons. It was ratified by most of the world's nations back in 1997. And Russia is in violation of this agreement mostly because they use chemical weapons in assassination attempts. No big deal. Title 12, Subtitle F, Foreign Matters. Some of these just looked interesting, and quite frankly, we didn't know we were spending money on these things. About eight years ago, Russia started expanding its borders into Georgia. This section includes a statement from Congress recognizing Georgia's sovereignty and overall support for their country. It also includes a statement from Congress expressing our support for the Baltic countries of Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania against Russia. Congress also authorized funding for equipping and training police forces in Mexico. And Congress basically says that our relationship with Turkey is strained. We don't know how we feel about them going forward. They're authorizing funds for an official report from the Department of Defense to determine where we stand with Turkey. Title 16, Subtitle A, Section 1612. Plan on Space Warfighting Readiness. Yes, that is completely serious. This one would send old Don Fuqua over the moon. So, in this section, Congress is giving the Secretary of Defense 60 days to come up with a plan for executing military missions in space. Just to quote a couple lines from the bill, the Secretary's plan should identify joint mission essential task for space as a warfighting domain and identify any additional authorities or delegated authorities that would need to accompany the employment of forces to meet such mission essential task. I fell out of my chair laughing when we found this section. I mean, 
I understand that our government would want to be prepared for anything, but there's a special kind of joy when reading a federal legal document that says Space Warfighting Readiness. Title 16, Subtitle D, Section 1649, Congress's Position on Nuclear Weapons. Congress and the Department of Defense believe that the U.S. is a big nuclear deterrent and that we should remain as such. Like the best deterrent ever. This means continuing our nuclear modernization programs that we started from the previous administration. Like shutting down old silos. But it also means spending more money on nuclear research, energy, defense systems, and weaponry. And yet, not so much more on nuclear waste cleanup. Hmm. But it doesn't look like that much money is being spent on nuclear in general. It's a small fraction of the defense budget, but Congress is stating that nuclear modernization is a national imperative. Title 16, Subtitle F, Sections 1682 and 1684, Procurement for Ammonium Perchlorate. So, ammonium perchlorate is used to make solid rocket fuel propellants. And in these sections, Congress is continuing to authorize funds for a government-owned contractor operating domestic industrial base that would supply specialty chemicals like ammonium perchlorate for use in solid rocket motors. But they're expecting a business analysis to be done. This is interesting because government-owned contractor-operated essentially means a government corporation. That's not unheard of, especially since we're talking about an industrial base and the Department of Defense. For those of you who don't know, an industrial base are the compilation of things that the government directly or indirectly uses to produce equipment for the military. Our government buys solid rocket motors from contracted companies, but those companies require ammonium perchlorate to produce the rocket motors. And there's currently only one supplier in the U.S., and there isn't enough business for that supplier to keep their prices low. You know, because basically the only entity that can buy solid rocket propellants like this is a government. And our government doesn't need as much as it used to. And with prices going up, a lot of these rocket motor manufacturers will suffer. And the U.S. military may not be able to get what it needs. This is probably why they're looking to supply the ammonium perchlorate internally. The libertarian in me is slightly freaking out at this, but the Democrat in me reassures the libertarian in me that I am powerless to stop any of this. Wow, that got dark real fast. Finally, title... 24, Subtitle D, Section 3132, Whistleblower Protections. Some of you may be thinking, don't we already have whistleblower protections? Why, yes. Yes, we do. It's the Whistleblowers Protection Act of 1989, but it's lackluster in a few areas. For example, there is often whistleblower retaliation in the energy industry, so this bill gives the Secretary of Energy the authority to pursue civil lawsuits against a company suspected of whistleblower retaliation. This section of the bill also brings up chilled workplaces. These are work environments that stifle workers from whistleblowing. But there isn't a clear legal definition on the term. The Secretary of Energy is given 120 days to define it. And that's it for the random interesting stuff we found in this bill, aside from the gigantic table of authorized expenses that's conveniently in HTML format because no one wants to make it a damn CSV or Excel file until after the spending bills pass. So let's move on to the discussion. Where I'll be equally as frustrated.
for me. There isn't really that much to discuss on the bill. This bill is massive. It's a hundred and or it's one thousand and fifty-two pages long. It's kind of a lot of rank and order. Hey, the military, the Air Force, the Navy need to acquire ships, planes, and ammo. Here's what that is. Here's a program we have. We need to continue this. A lot of that is just kind of the standard working order of everything. But as we said at the top half of the show, occasionally congressmen put things in that would just fail otherwise because they know this thing is going to pass. That amateur radio parody thing was um, very weird to read. (laughs) That is like you're going into a national defense spending bill and you're just like, all right, I'm going to read some. Really, frigate class ship program. See, that's what I'm expecting. Section 129, frigate class ship program. I'm expecting to read about stuff like that. Multi-ware procurement authority for E-2D aircraft. Totally makes sense. I get it. That's that's what this that's what this is all about. That's what this appropriations bill is all about. Section like 12, blah blah blah. Amateur radio parody. What? Why is that there? Why is this about the FCC? We're not even spending money on this. Why is this the thing? Someone's just really mad at their homeowners association. That's what happened. It's one of the omnibus things that you you hear about a lot where, I mean, that's essentially what an omnibus bill is. Those are the things that are usually causing government shutdowns. It's a bill that already has to be very massive anyway, right? Defense spending is, I mean... It's $15 billion more than it was last year, but still, it's you know this year is going to be $700 billion. It's a lot of things, a lot of things. The tables, which, by the way, are in like size 7 font, uh, the tables take up almost 20 pages on their own, and they're nondescript at all. It's just, this is a thing. This is how much money is being spent on it. It's like a freaking or, expense report. Oh, here's how much was requested. Here much is, here's how much is given. And it doesn't even total everything up for you. Right, it doesn't. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, so, but, but that's like 20 pages on its own. So these things are massive and it's because there's a lot of stuff that's being spent and because it already has to be reviewed so extensively because Congress has the power of the purse. Um, you usually see people like uh, congressmen and women tacking other things on, like we were talking about earlier in the episode. Um, and that's, that's where you get like this term, these omnibus bills where it'll be about defense spending, but then you'll go down and you'll see like, oh, also, detainees aren't of Guantanamo Bay aren't allowed to be relocated outside of Guantanamo Bay, basically. Oh, yeah, that, that was a whole part of this bill. Right, which is, I don't believe it explicitly says that, but it was basically like, we can't give Guantanamo Bay back to Cuba, and those people, uh, the detainees in there, can't be let out to foreign countries, um, and they also can't go on American soil. So it's like listing all these things that they can't, like all these places where they can't go, and, and then we can't give the base or the land back to Cuba, which basically just means like, keep it there for now and we're just not going to do anything with it. It also forbids the use of any prior existing funds for making any new detention facilities on U.S. soil that would have taken the place of Guantanamo Bay. Right. So it's just like, yo, we keeping this. We're going to keep doing stuff. <laughs> I just, I, it, it gets, yeah. So there's just lots of lots of little things. Although even Guantanamo Bay, like arguably still defense related. The amateur radio parody when I found that, I was just like, I don't this doesn't how does this have anything to do? And it maybe it does. Right? Like if one of you knows, like maybe the amateur like radio services and radio hobbyists are actually used by the military. Like in a in a time of crisis, they know that they there's certain frequencies that people keep open 
uh, to do like for 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 learning purposes, for educational purposes, or for just tinkering around and everything with with radio equipment. And they know that they could reach out and contact people on those frequencies. I don't know, but maybe that'd be a cool backstory. That would be super cool to like learn about. But everything I read was just talking about how radio hobbyists are have private land use restrictions on it, them. And I'm like, I don't see what this has to do with the military. If um, my gut feeling is that the person who put that in, they're up for a midterm election or this is their passion project. If they're up for a midterm election, I want to find the ad that says, hey, I got you guys amateur radio stuff. <laughs> amateur, amateur radio stuff. I I really do want to see that. It's either that or it's just like a really big pet project for uh for one person. It's like, well, here's my chance to get that passed. Can you believe okay, so I'm gonna I, I'm 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 moving all the way to the bottom of this because this is something I wanted to look into more, but we didn't have time. And our discussion's gonna run fairly short today because um we don't have AC in the house right now. And this is like an impromptu steam room. Yes. Uh living in a first world country and being um middle class at this point in time based on income. I feel like I don't have much room to complain, but it is certainly hot as testicles in here. So slightly less than 98.6 degrees. Yes. Yes. Uh, that I had, to, I had to remember biology for a second. Um, that was your joke. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> nuclear, nuclear energy, the amount of money uh, being spent on nuclear energy. This is, uh, this is in thousands, correct? Okay. $136 million has been authorized for the upcoming year. $136 million. That is specifically just nuclear energy, right? Um, that means like, well, here we go. Uh, bu- 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 total National Nuclear Security Administration, $15 billion. So that's $15 billion on atomic energy defense activities, weapons activities, naval reactors, etc. Along with $136 uh, million. Um, what is that? $136,090,000. Uh, for nuclear energy, but wait, this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. Oh, wait, is that is that uh, W88? Oh, these are stockpile systems. Oh, another $619 million for those for total stockpile systems. Okay, we're racking that up. I think that brings that to about $16 billion in total so far there. But wait, 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 all the way at the bottom. I believe it's all the way at the bottom. It was all the way at the bottom. Uh, but defense nuclear waste disposal, thirty million dollars. I cannot fathom how sixteen to seventeen, and actually, it's probably more than seventeen, uh, based on this. But anyways, let's just say like seventeen billion dollars worth of uh, uh, stockpiles, research, um, uh, paying for facilities, uh, paying for uranium, plutonium, etc., sustainment. Oh my goodness! Paying for uh, nuclear energy um, uh, as a whole, well, like lo- nuclear energy facilities, reactors, well, etc. Long story short, thirty million dollars on waste disposal. It for people super expensive. I keep cutting you off. I know, but I'm no, no, no. Oh well, no, that's that's the thing. Like to maintain and dispose of or put away nuclear waste is expensive. Do you know like the best way that we do it now? We bury it in a goddamn hole, lock that shit up, and hope no one goes into it because we put a lot of signs up. Yes, and that's that's because we don't really know how to dispose of it very well yet. Other than launching that shit into the sun. It, for if if by the way, I don't think anything in this bill, um, at least nothing that I read, actually talks about research 
I don't believe it's in here. I mean, I don't know. Feel free. Someone prove me wrong. Uh, it, I would love it if one of you guys read through 1,200 damn pages of this thing and 1, showed 000, us something. 1,052. 1,052. Okay, good. As long as we're being accurate. All right, so <laughs> 1,052 pages of this thing. Um, but there's a ta- there's a table of contents list. I mean, you could probably maybe search through that. That's how we did a lot of this. But anyways, um, if, if you can prove us wrong, great. But I didn't see anything in here that talked about research towards nuclear waste disposal. I would be so for that throw millions at that figure out how we can actually get rid of nuclear waste uh, 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 material nuclear material that would be amazing Uh, because at this point we're doing another one of those things that us humans are super super good at which is I'm going to create a problem for like two generations from now and you know our grandparents and great grandparents um, their generations not all of them it's not like you guys uh, are terrible people because you're not we love you they're like deuces we out yeah (laughs) Like talking to my parents about about climate change at all, and and I'm like, look, I mean, um, you know, you got some man-made parts of it, right? And uh, there probably could have been some stuff that you guys did that would have helped. Or you know, let's not do climate change. Let's not because maybe that's controversial or whatever. Let's just talk about waste in general, trash, recycling, composting. But my ha- curing is so efficient. It's nice in the morning, so I don't have to make a whole cup of coffee. I don't know what you're referencing, but l- there's an entire plastic mass in the Pacific Ocean, uh, and that's that's causing problems, right? And that th- there's mercury levels in our fish. There's plastic that shows up in fish that we eat, right? So w- we, we have a waste problem in general, uh, which which then, is why I brought up the Keurig thing, because it's single-use plastic cups. So I'll talk to my parents, and then they're just like, well, you know, we well, we, so we, we recycle. And I'm like, God, God damn it. We have to solve this, right? And then there's going to be something that we leave our kids and, 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 their, and their kids where we're just... It's going to be this. Like it's going to be like, man, like the Cold War, like everyone was talking about the commies and getting all crazy about Soviet Russia and stuff. And we started shutting down some nuclear silos. Then we had a standoff with North Korea. But, you know, like it, we, we were we were always worried that somebody was going to possibly fire nuclear weapons at us. And then our great grandkids are just going to be like, yeah. And like, I can't live anywhere because it's all radioactive. Now I get to live in your Fallout games. Yes, now I get to live in your Fallout games. Thanks, we, Grandpa. We buried all of our nuclear waste underground. <sighs> Anyways, really looking forward to Godzilla when that happens. Um, we just we, we we need to figure out better ways to to get rid of nuclear waste. We're not diving into that too much though. Um, so I'm sure it sounds like we're uh, well, we are we're ranting, but I'm sure it just sounds like um, we have no idea what we're talking about, and so, that's partially because uh, we don't. And we're probably this close to getting a little bit of heat exhaustion. So on to the normal wrap up. We're idiots and we're proud. Yay! And exhausted from heat. So you could temperature. F- so you can find us at simwhip.com. We do apologize for not updating the website recently. We will Equals be getting pressure. on that. Um, you could also find us at Twitter at simwhip. We're going to be trying to update there a little bit more often. Find us where all your podcasts can be found. Probably where you're listening to us now. In your brain, because you remember them forever. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It's a good way for new listeners to find us. Uh, if you have feedback, leave it there too. Share it with your friends and family. I know this is a shorter episode than most, and we do apologize for not having an episode out Actually, this week. I think it's about the same with with all the talking that I usually end up doing for no good reason. It usually it comes out to be about the same. So how about that? It's pretty good. Yeah. And a, as a last final note, um, shout out to listeners in Houston. Um, 
we had like, I don't know, 40 of you all of a sudden just like show up in one day, which was pretty weird. That's never really happened before. So I just wanted to say uh, hi in case any of you is uh, is planning on becoming a long time, a long term listener. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're just checking us out because you're bored. In which case, it's um, that's good or, to hear that you were bored. Or maybe your TA assigned you to listen to this for some reason. Yeah, I'm 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 uncomfortable because I don't know what I'm doing now. Bye. <laughs>